Today I am joined by Sarah McGough and I'm really looking forward to chatting with her because we met through Michael Heppel and with his team 17, um, a whole of his program there. If you don't know about it, go look him up. But we're talking and concentrating on Sarah right now, who is a self-published or independent author. She's also a qualified personal performance coach and helps new writers with their inner author in her book coaching. So we've got um, definite synergy as a book publisher with a book coach. So that is great. So hi, Sarah. So good to see you and hear Lovely. you. Lovely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been, it's wonderful. So let's start off with the, um, about how many books have you written? So I have uh, self-published two books. Um, I started my writing journey in 2020. Um, I do offer some short stories as well. But yes, two, two books have been put out there into the world. Um, Eddie Finds a Family and Eddie Feels at Home. Now, as we begin to talk about these particular books, and they're for children, that's correct? Yes, they are, yes. So they don't beat about the bush do they? They, they <laughs> really take a very interesting topic, which I'll help you ask you to talk about in a moment. And it's all done through the eyes. Well, not the eyes, but the the vehicle you use is a flamingo family. Yes, that's very true. Yes. So um, they are books that talk about adoption. So a very sensitive subject, uh, ones that can be difficult to talk with uh, young children about. So um, my son is adopted and I thought it would be lovely to bring something into the world so he can understand his background a little better. So yeah, I decided to um, launch these books in 2020 and 2021. Um, but yes, it talks about the, the Flamingo family is kind of the book series, but it is very much about um, Flossie and Frank. They are the Flamingos and they are are looking uh, for a chick um, they haven't been able to have a chick of their own and Eddie Emu is looking for a mummy and daddy so I decided to uh, put them together and um, tell the story of how they become a family together. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, it's brilliant, and you don't just um, talk from one to another. You actually have the foster family in the middle as well. So yes, yes, family of four. So 
isn't it? Yeah, I um, introduced um, Felicity Frog, who is the foster carer um, of Eddie Emu, and also Stella Stork, who is the social worker. So I wanted to make sure that people completely understood that children and adults, so it is about children and adults reading this book, um, and so they can really understand what the child goes through, but also what the parents go through um, that that go through that journey to become um, a family through adoption but it's not a textbook is it <laughs> no it is a very um if you say a very kind of in interesting colorful very uh, I, I wanted to make sure the characters were really joyful and obviously as you can imagine flamingos um are very bright and colorful and I wanted to make sure that the children reading the story although it is a very difficult topic and it's something that can be quite hard to talk to children about that they were in going to be engaging with the the characters so that they they love um Eddie Emu um I've had a lot of positive feedback about um lots of children can really relate to eddie emu and herbie hippo is um, a very colorful character that people uh, love uh, both parents and children um but yes i've tried very hard to make sure that it's something that children can really identify with and make it really colorful because a lot of other adoption books that certainly when i adopted my son um i found quite bland um and were quite hard for us to really get into them. Whereas I know when you look, you know, go to a bookshop or you go uh, online and look at books, um, you know, you want them to be something that really stands out. So I wanted to make sure that um, these books did that. Well, I can't pass anything with flamingos on without thinking of you, just so you know. <laughs> the book is illustrated by Stephanie Lidbetter. It is, uh, and, yes, yes. And they are beautiful, beautiful, in, in the way that you would expect a children's picture book to look. But I have to say, one of my favourite pages is um, um, is when <laughs> Eddie the Emu has got all kinds of thoughts coming out of his head. And you've put, Eddie feels tingles run down his long blue legs. His head went into Emu overdrive. Eddie was buzzing with happiness, but he was also a little scared as he didn't know what his mummy and daddy would look like. This is his new mummy and daddy. Would they be green or blue, have feathers or fur, be small or tall? So it's all put in that very easy way for you to identify with. But I love the emu overdrive. <laughs> yes, yes. I think it was trying to express that children can be quite confused about this, the situation that they're in, um, that they're very excited about it, because obviously, it's a new journey for them. It's a new adventure for them. It's kind of something that's starting. But also, it can be very scary. And they, they're not quite sure about how they're feeling about it. And they're very nervous. They're very anxious. So I was kind of, yeah, Eddie going into emu overdrive is just kind of trying to balance the two emotions that are going on, really. And I think it's good for either parents saying goodbye to their children for, you know, in a very emotional state, yes. to the foster um, parents to realise that you, the child might not be saying anything, but there's a lot going on inside. As yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then a, a few pages on, when... Um, um, Eddie knows that 
you know, he's going to get a new mummy and daddy. He was so excited, he launched himself into the air, forgetting that emus can't fly. And I just <laughs> love that humour that you put yes, into yes. it. Yeah, like, yeah, emus can't fly, so it's not going to get very far. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> um, it was it was just kind of a really nice moment for him that he was just so excited and bouncy. And you see him kind of trying to jump off a rock um, to launch himself in the air, but uh, <laughs> realised that he couldn't quite do it. <laughs> so how easy did you find it putting it into almost a child's narrative? When you put this um, together, yeah, interestingly, I mean, I I wrote it um, as part of uh, Michael Heppel's write that book masterclass. So he did help me um, to kind of find my writing voice, if you like, back in uh, 2020. But it was very much the case. I it was my own journey. It's my own family's journey. You know, my my husband and me are Flossie and Frank, the flamingos, and my son is Eddie the emu. So in that way, it was quite easy for us to for me to write it down and also to get my son involved. If he didn't understand something, I could ask him um, and I would change it if he didn't quite understand because it was kind of he was like my chief editor um, <laughs> along the way, really, which was very helpful. But yes, it was quite difficult at times to make it really simple for a child to understand. I was writing it as I would write it. And actually, you do really need to think about every word counts when you're writing a children's book. And I had to keep stripping it out and the more I went through the, the months of, of writing it and, and going through it I had the story very quickly but I had to keep trying to strip out the content and really edit it down and also the illustrations tell a lot of the story so it was quite nice in that way that okay I don't need that text because the illustration tells it for itself so and once I had um, Stephanie on board with that, um, then it was really easy. And even up to the final um, few weeks of us um, getting it to be published, I was still editing it, um, I think, six months on. Um, <laughs> but we got there in the end. <laughs> it never stops. I published a book the other day. And as we were uploading, I suddenly thought, I'll just check this. And then, you know, we had to go back an hour to do it before we could upload the files. So, yeah, exactly. Always, always trying to improve it, make it better. Yeah, but editing yeah. a children's book slightly different because, as you say, um, it's not so you have got a word count, but you're very conscious of it not being too long and each page only having a set number of, of words on it. Yes, and also making sure that the words match the um, drawings that are happening because I had all the text originally and then when I started to have the drawings and I saw the book unfolding, then I had to really cut back a lot of the text. Um, and yeah, I think I was, I was working on a certain amount of words and also uh, like 32 pages. So I was trying to make sure that I kind of stuck to that. I mean, some children's books are only 800 words I think mine is like double that so uh, <laughs> yeah it can be yeah. very difficult <laughs> That's right. and I mean I've got the hardback version but is it in paperback as well it is yeah so I um I launched the hardbacks when I when I first um published it um and then I put it onto Amazon and it is available on uh, paperback yes there okay and will you do an audiobook 
Um, I haven't quite decided that yet. Um, I'm in the realms of doing an ebook for it. So I'm hoping that that will be launched in the next few months um, in time for Christmas. And um, yes, I will certainly consider an audio book, maybe for 2023. <laughs> yeah, right. Excellent. Excellent. So tell me a little bit more how you got into um, the book coaching side of things. Yeah, I mean, I studied to be um, a coach um, by the Coaching Academy in 2019, and I qualified um, in 2021. And basically, I was kind of struggling a little bit with where I should go with it. So where my niche should be, um, you know, where where should I really focus my energy? Um, because life coaching, personal performance coaching is very broad. And I didn't want to kind of go down just one avenue. I really wanted to go down somewhere that I was feeling very passionate about helping. And I guess I had some coaching myself and my, my coach said, well, why on earth don't you put the two things that you love together so you have your coaching and you have your writing and and what you love to do the most and I was like yes of course it makes perfect sense so um so yes I launched my um my coaching business in uh, 2022 so the beginning of this year and it's been wonderful to just really talk to other um, writers some people that are really quite nervous about getting their book over the line and they're a bit nervous about it they've thought about it for a very very long time and haven't been able to kind of push themselves to go to the next step so I I help them release their inner author is is kind of the strap line um but yes I, I kind of coach them and listen to you know they, they have a lot of worries and, and concerns they're not quite sure what to do so it's a lot about me kind of finding uh, because every person is very different as well because one thing can work for one person and not necessarily for another and again it's a lot of different genres so I'll have some people that are doing like a children's book some people that are writing a business book some people that are doing fiction it just very it's very varied but um, it's just really lovely. I really enjoy kind of seeing them kind of have a bit of a light bulb moment and go, yes, it makes sense. And I try and give them a lot of encouragement. And I think my passion and my enthusiasm kind of helps them to, uh, to push them forward. And I'm always there to keep them accountable. I think it's very important when you're writing. Um, I know it for myself. I do have another book in the pipeline, but it's not coming out till 2023. And uh, yes, you need a bit of accountability to keep you going. Yeah, you certainly do. And I know when I'm working with authors, that is very much you know, my role. And whether I'm the carrot or the stick depends on you know, where they're at and what they actually need. But And I'm on my 13th book at the moment. And I think it makes wow. a difference when you're mentoring in this sector for you to have been there and done it and you know, um, gone through it. So you really understand you um, you have the process of that author's mind, particularly a first-time author, who one minute thinks everyone's going to read their book, to then thinking no one's going to read my book. Yes, and all yes. the emotions in between. Yeah, they definitely go through that, and it's a very kind of it's a lot of self-doubt um, that happens. That you know, why on earth would anyone ever? Uh, read read my book who would be interested in it and then also the thing a, a little bit of 
naivety of um oh yes i'll push the button and then everyone will will rush and buy it um the marketing is also very important <laughs> yeah it is just because it's in on up on amazon doesn't mean to say people are going to find it you have to yeah, do exactly <laughs> definitely so tell me your two biggest tips about um writing well, I guess one of them I have already said, accountability, I, I think is massively important. And it really did help me a lot when I was part of um, Michael's uh, Write That Book Masterclass. I had my own accountability group. Um, there was kind of six, seven of us. Um, and we met every every month. We talked to each other. We emailed each other um, our drafts of like a chapter or in my, in my case, the whole book. Um to, to really get that feedback and because I felt that I was doing something to help them it was then also helping me to push myself forward so we kind of were we we, we are still really good friends um you know two years on from now and um I think it's just really nice because you're 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 kind of helping each other you're you're in it together um and it does really help you push and you know that if you don't do your part then um, it's kind of kind of going to delay the group, if you like. So I think it's really important to have that um, accountability as much as possible. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Okay. And, and then the my other tip, <laughs> one other tip, which is quite important, is also to 
um, make sure you plan time for writing because I find that life just gets in the way um, far too much and um, sometimes that you think yes I'm going to write I'm going to write and then it doesn't happen um, similar to other things that you might have on in your life uh, people you know talk about doing fitness um, doing this or that um, something they want to achieve um, but you won't write a book if it isn't part of your routine in a in a daily life, a weekly life. Um, so I always encourage that as part of my coaching uh, to make sure, even if it's ten minutes a day, it's it's okay. still that little step further. <laughs> it's, it's like you know Stephen Pressfield in his book, you know the. Um war of art or is it the art of war I can never remember which way round it is but <laughs> I love Stephen Pressfield I think he's absolutely brilliant and he's very much a, a question of you know how how easy it is for you know when you've got creative thoughts going on for them to be hijacked by life so yeah protecting that is so important yes. so just to finish tell me what your favorite quote is my favourite quote is by Walt Disney, and it is, all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Wow. Thank you so much, Sarah, for pursuing your dream. <laughs> Thank you. Book. And I know it's going to help many, many children. Thank and it's you. great that the um, Adoption UK CEO also did an endorsement for, for the book. So Yes, that, that yes. That was that was really wonderful. And um, yeah, it was lovely that they, they have been um, amazing at helping me push it forward. So yes, fantastic. Super. Thank you for today. It's been great talking with you. And we thank you, lady. Lovely to talk to you. Okay, bye bye. Bye.